you're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. We're the business development resource for group practice owners, where we talk candidly about business ownership and leadership. From practice building tips to live coaching to real talk episodes with other group practice owners, we're the resource you've been looking for to help you grow your group practice. I'm your host, group practice owner and entrepreneur, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is an online EHR, practice management, and billing software designed for mental health professionals. Therapy Notes has everything you need to manage patient records, schedule appointments, create rich documentation, and bill insurance right at your fingertips. They offer free and unlimited live support seven days a week. Their streamlined software is accessible wherever and whenever you need it. To get two free months, go to www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting, an accounting firm that works specifically with private practices. They do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. On top of that, they can help you set up your profit first systems. Go to greenoakaccounting.com and mention the group practice exchange for $100 off your first month. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today I have Melody Wilding with me and she's someone I've been following for quite some time. She's got such an amazing um, process when it comes to media pitching and getting in front of the media um, using the uh, Help a Reporter Out. And so welcome Melody, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I feel like now is um, weirdly such a great time to be focusing on getting exposure um, out in the media. And so I felt like it was like just the perfect time for you to come back on. I know you you did a training for my membership community on this. And so it's a, it's a perfect time to just touch back into it um, on the podcast and get people's minds kind of churning around um, how they can get exposure in the media using Harrow. Yeah, 100%. There, there are a lot of people and a lot of journalists looking for sources right now and a lot of people looking for support and help. So it's the perfect time. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm noticing so many more mm-hmm. um, pitches out there, requests for for information um, on Harrow from related to mental health. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing that increase right now just because of what's happening Yep, absolutely. I'm seeing the same. So, yeah. so tell people for those that don't know what Harrow is. Is it Harrow or Harrow? Mm-hmm. I I say Harrow. That could be my New Jersey accent. I think either goes. So <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, um, so tell those that don't know what Harrow is, um, what it is. Yeah. So it is a completely free PR and media service. And the way it works, well, I should say there is a free level and the free level is the one you want to sign up for. There are other levels that are paid, which are probably going to be more than you need. So it's a totally free service. And the way it works is once you sign up, you start getting an email every day during the work week. So Monday through Friday, three times a day with a list of, I believe each email has 50 different um, uh, leads or pitches from journalists that are looking, they call them queries in the media world. So it's 50 different queries from journalists that are looking to speak 
to sources. So every day, that's what, over 150 different opportunities for you to be featured in the media, whether that is an online article, um, a print magazine, a newspaper, podcast, TV show, radio show. Um, really, there's endless possibilities. And I mean, the best part is it is completely free. So it's not something like Facebook ads that you're pouring money into. It's really just your time and your effort. And once you get it down to a process, I know, Maureen, you've done that through my course and now are very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get it down into a structure and a process, it's actually very easy to shoot those off quickly and get that media exposure as a result. Yeah, I I have to say out of all the different courses and things that I've taken in my life, um, seriously nothing has compared in terms of taking a course, applying the information you learned and actually getting tangible, quick results. Um, I haven't gotten that in any other course other than yours. And I feel like I I can put out um, something, if I see something in Harrow, that relates to my specialty area, and I um, send something over to the journalist, I feel like almost every time I'm included in, in the articles and, and whatnot. So your your course is amazing, and we're going to make sure to um, talk about the course at the end of this so that people can sign up if they are interested, um, because it's an amazing course. Well, thank you. That, that means so much. So so okay. So obviously, you, you mentioned what it is. It's a... It's a like an, they send an email a couple times a day. I just got my afternoon one just a couple mm-hmm. <laughs> minutes ago. Um, and essentially you sift through, um, I, they haven't categorized, which is kind of nice, um, based off of like business, healthcare. I don't know. I don't know what the other ones are because they're the only ones I look at, but you can kind of search, uh, quickly to see if the topics that you feel are within your specialty are being asked Um, about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that email, like you said, it comes three times a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and once in the evening. And once you open the email, um, from the top, they have hyperlinked the main headline of every article. So you can kind of read there to get a sense for sometimes they'll say like seeking to talk to therapist about depression or how to deal with anxiety during a crisis. And you can kind of just click right down to the article that sounds like, oh, they may be looking for an expert like me. Mm-hmm. And each query, uh, reporters will typically provide more about the article they're writing, the topic, the angle that they're coming from, and then the type of experts that they're looking to speak with. So you'll see a big range. So some journalists are very specific. They may say, I only want to talk to licensed marriage and family therapists. Or other people will say, I'm open to hearing from any expert in anxiety disorders uh, without specifying a certain licensure or um, or profession. Um, Other times they'll go so far as to say, I only want to hear from PhDs, researchers, and medical doctors. Um, So look, you want to read through that query uh, thoroughly to make sure that you match the exact criteria for the type of expert they're hoping to hear from and to see if they're asking any specific questions in their query. So a lot of times journalists will outline, they want to hear, they want you to answer three specific questions in your response to them. And in the response that you write, you better answer those exact three questions. Um, So you can get a lot of information there. 
And the basic method is once you recognize a query that's a good fit for you, Haro gives you a masked email. So it will say um, query and then a whole string of numbers. Basically, you just copy and paste that email address, put it in your email provider, write off your response, shoot it off to the journalist. And that's that's kind of where the fun begins. Because <laughs> um, as you know, as you, you have probably experienced, most of the time, journalists do not respond directly to your queries. So I would say maybe 70, 80% of the time, you don't even know that you've been featured. Right. So yeah, so it's really contingent on you to make sure that your searching that you're following up to see if you were quoted in that article. Sometimes they will let you know, um, but you you have to make sure your your emails first getting open. Then number two, that is written in such a way where it is appealing enough to the journalist to make them want to quote you. Um, and then third, that you're actually following up to see if you got quoted so that you can leverage it in all of your marketing and, and all of that. You can also do, and I, I think you mentioned this in your course, but you can also set yourself up for like a Google, what is that called? Where if your name mm-hmm. pops up in Google, you get like a, an email saying you, your, your name is showing up in Google. That's what yep. I have set up. And that's how oftentimes I find out that I, one of the, the hero quotes that I've given um, was used in an article is that I get a, what is that called? Why am a I Google called? alert? Google alert. There we go. Yep. Um, so that's another way of, I, I feel like doing it in case they don't respond because you're right. They rarely, I feel like, (laughs) let you know they're using Mm -hmm. you. So can you, I, I, I know that people can take your course to get more feedback on how to actually, what the best practices are for getting, getting chosen and all that fun stuff and and how to um, craft your email response to them. But for, for those who are just thinking about getting exposure Mm -hmm. in the media um, what have you found? Because obviously you're kind of like the queen of, Carol. um, how can group practices or private practices use this as a way to gain exposure for their, their practices? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is such a great question because I truly think that it's, it doesn't make sense to do media unless you know what you're going to do with it. Right. So there's a few reasons why I would suggest it, particularly for group practice owners, Um, The first is reputation and as a credibility builder. So even if you are are only trying to get clients locally, a lot of people will ask me, well, then why would I bother trying to get online or national media? What does that matter to me? Well, it matters when someone is shopping around for a therapist and looking at different practices and they put your practice up against someone else's. And if you have media on there, it instantly signals more trust, more credibility, uh, expert status, and someone is much more likely to go with you over someone who doesn't have those different credentials or that social proof on their site. So that's first of all. Um, Second is that it is a amazing audience builder if you want to do any sort of speaking, I know a lot of group practice owners are eager to expand beyond the therapy room. They may want to do speaking in their community or more broadly, they may want to create a course or a podcast or anything like that, something that's more scalable. Uh, you need an audience. You need, uh, like I was saying, credibility. So getting uh, uh, media hits is 
helps you do that. It helps bring traffic to your website because pretty much in every single article that you'll be quoted in, you'll have a link back to your website. So you're getting additional traffic and then you can convert that traffic to your email list, to followers on your social media. Um, if you're doing speaking, again, it's helpful to convince people that you are an expert um, and why they should hire you to come come speak to their people. Um, so there's lots of different reasons. That's just really touching the surface. We were talking about before we hopped on this that um, I'm writing a book right now, um, and it was the my media exposure was probably the number one key that opened all of the doors to any of that and why publishers took me seriously. So uh, it's it's really, really powerful for a number of reasons. I remember you, I don't know if this was on your website or on in a podcast episode that I might have heard you on elsewhere, but I remember you saying, and I feel like this was a couple years ago, that um, a good portion of your clients that were referred to you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're still seeing clients or not, but when you were, uh, were, were found you because of your um, mm-hmm. exposure in the media, right? Yes. So I do coaching only now, and I've done so for many years. So I can work with people all over the country in the world. And yes, you're exactly right. Even to today, uh, 70% of the people I work with find me through some sort of media route, whether that's directly in an article I was quoted in. I've had people where if I was in a print magazine, they will literally like print, like rip out <laughs> the piece of paper that, uh, that my name is on, take it home, research me, sign up for a consult. Um, so, uh, either directly through an article that I've been quoted in, or I've been able to leverage that media exposure into writing for different publications. So I've used that to open other doors. And now I write for sites like Business Insider, Forbes, all these other places where my audience is hanging out. And that also brings clients to me. So yes, media is responsible for my entire business. If you could give and I, I'm maybe putting you on the spot here, but one piece of feedback or advice mm-hmm. for a group practice owner who's getting ready to focus on on this kind of end of their of their business, what feedback or advice would you give so that they are best using it? Because I feel like, you know, I think you touched on it in the beginning is you really want to know, you know, to what end or what purpose you'd be uh, responding to a, a query, like how is it actually going to help you? Um, I, I see a lot of people who just are doing it, you know, trying to do it for the sake of just being able to say they were mm-hmm. quoted um, without really maybe having a purpose behind what what is it going to do? How will this benefit them in their business? Um, so I guess if you could give a piece of feedback or advice or a thought um, around someone who's wanting to start, who just I guess in terms of helping them do it in a way that makes the most sense and is actually going to benefit them, what would that be? Mm-hmm. Um, can I give three? Yes. You can. <laughs> um, okay. So the first one, I mean, you mentioned kind of this broad idea that it needs to make sense for your business. So to, I would ask uh, a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, what do you want your practice to be known for? Because that's probably the biggest mistake I see is not only do people go into getting media without an idea of how they're going to use it or a purpose, but they also go in just 
hitting and replying to every single article that's even semi-related to mental health. And they just spread themselves so so thin that they burn out really quickly and they're like, uh, forget this. So if you think about what does your practice, what are your specialties? What do you want to focus on? What do you want to be known for? Is there a specific uh, niche, a specific audience? Do you talk to millennials, moms, uh, whoever that is? Think about those specialties and then use that. Something I teach in my course is turning that into keywords to really make searching Haro and finding the right queries much more efficient. So that would be the first one is to think about what your quote unquote keywords are for what you want to be known for one to five years in the future. Number two is especially for your people, the group practice owners is to not hero this situation, not over function and try to do all of this yourself. So you likely have a VA or uh, an associate in your practice who can help you with going through the emails every day or even drafting some of the content for the responses. So don't think that you have to do this all by yourself. Um, And then number three is in your actual responses, you want to make them a lot shorter than you think. (laughs) So we clinicians have a tendency to be very verbose. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I think it comes a lot from school and having to write papers and everything. Um, but you want to keep in mind that you're talking to a lay person, number one. So you want to speak in normal language. Uh, and number two, that this is a journalist who is getting hundreds, if not thousands of responses in reply from, from Haro. So you want to make sure that yours is very digestible, that it's very easy to read. So you don't need to give your entire resume and every training you've ever gotten and, the specialty of each therapist in your practice. You don't need any of that. Um, So your response needs to be much, much, much shorter than you think it is. And that is actually more powerful. That's really good feedback. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and um, giving a little bit of fresh information to uh, the audience. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? Join The Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week.